there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new Moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money Maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Welcome, welcome, welcome to F1 with DRS. I'm Dan Shepard. I'm joined by Matt, Jethro, and Charlie. A lot of coffees on the table this morning. <laughs> <A lot of laughs> coffee. An excessive <laughs> amount of coffees. <laughs> Five days in Vegas. Blood. Oh, my gosh. Ay, ay, ay. I think I um, either overestimated my virility or underestimated my energy reserves. It takes its toll. Holy smokes. It really takes its toll. Holy it's just smokes. impossible to get to bed. It's like, I mean, we, we did our best. Right. And we didn't do anything, especially in the beginning. We were, you know, pretty mellow. Yeah. It's just impossible. And you get to bed and it's at the height of the Vegas energy. Yes. So yeah. you don't just get in and it's like you go into bed. It's, you know, it's loud. Yeah. And your energy, adrenaline is high. You need it a good takes, hour and a half, yeah. two hours of TV. Yeah. Once just you get to wind it. down. <laughs> yes. I couldn't sleep in any day, but yesterday I could have slept till two o'clock like every day i was up at nine and yesterday waking up at nine felt like torture the day to driving home yeah yeah i um shit well i think we should go in order but yes yesterday is the most tired i've been that i can remember maybe since i was a roofer or detasseled <laughs> corn <laughs> like i was i was hurting i was hurting so bad that i was like is Kristen going to drug test me? I oh. mean, it went that. It oh, went really? that hard. I was like, what could explain this total collapse of energy levels? And I slept till 10 effortlessly. I cannot go past eight. I was up coaching little kids at eight o'clock in the morning. That's impressive. <laughs> now, look, we'll get into the potential grievances of foot. But were you mildly happy you had slept some when you were at that baseball game? Or were you like, no, I wish I was on zero hours of sleep? You might have died. You know, it's that thing, like, you, you pull an all-nighter, it doesn't catch up with you for a bit. Yeah. So I was, I went to bed on Saturday night mm -hmm. after the race. Mm -hmm. Felt good to be in bed. You stayed up and watched it. I did. Okay. I did half and yeah. felt, like, fell asleep watching it. Oh, night. you did? Yeah, I couldn't. I was Ooh. like, oh, I'm missing a lap. I got to yeah. pause it. Um, I watched it. Because I got some sleep, I was tired. Right. And, it, you know, like, I don't, I think I would have made it through fine uh -huh. like pulling an all-nighter. I would have regretted it about noon then. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're not tired in the moment. It catches up with you a little yeah. later. But. Yeah, you're right. When we got in, I was fine-ish. Uh, okay, so let's start at the beginning. We left on Wednesday. We did. And uh, we all drove out together. I it flew was, out. You, I'm yeah. sorry. You flew out very early yeah. to do your haircut mullet cutting yeah yeah which was a a, a huge success huge success yeah it was 
did as many mullets as I could do. Like there were some people that like were just trying to get like a trim. Like one oh, guy was trying sure. to get a beard trim, and I oh, was really? like, my my joke to everyone was like, you're either getting a mullet for free or it's a thousand dollars, and I cut your hair. Like it's one or the other, and no one paid me a thousand. No one chose a thousand dollars. But trim. then we did that, and they did the livery reveal, and then Botas and Joe were there, and then they came up, and I guided them to cutting a mullet, which was a scary because there was about a thousand people surrounded us pushing in. Then there was in a small area, smaller than this carpeted area, there was about 10 media cameras. Oh my God. Like wow. huge media cameras. Wow. And then getting interviewed and then teaching the guys to cut hair. And like, they don't know how to do it. Yeah. Shaking. Like I could see their hands <laughs> shaking. Was, and I was, was like, dead. this is not going to be good. Like I'm holding the guy's ear down. Mm. To make sure that there was an ear taken off. They didn't get after any little kid's hair, did they? Because you, no, you cut some I cut, children. Yeah, and yeah. Sh this little boy looked like young Botos. That picture that oh, was yeah. going around is very cute. <laughs> he was so pumped. I could hit him and his dad. But it was just like, uh, it was a guy, actually the husband of a, another uh, girl podcast, uh, Two Girls, One Formula, that was up and volunteered to chop off his hair. He just got married a week ago uh -huh. and was like, I'll cut my hair. In a yeah, too late. I'm already married. Exactly. So it was great. And then I came to meet you guys for dinner. You're yeah. almost like the third driver for Alpha at this point, aren't you? You're, you're an honorary <laughs> member of the team. When are you getting your test? You must be doing an FP1 test at Abu Dhabi, I'm maybe. I'm trying. Yeah. yeah. I'm, tr I'm, tr I'm working on it. Well, the drive there was just fun and, and easy. We stopped and had a beautiful in and out meal. We did. Spirits were high. We arrived. Charlie we were... had how many burgers, though? We need to talk about how many oh, sure, patties sure. In, in and out did you go for? Was it 10? Well, it was 10 patties. <laughs> but I go with the Flying Dutchman, which is meat, cheese, meat, cheese. Isn't it onions on there, too? Grilled onions on top. A little yeah. bit of onions. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's for veggies. It's yeah. a tray of my meat. It's an entire yeah. tray of meat. Yeah, yeah. It's impressive to watch. But one of many times I was bested this weekend. Because I did a measly four patties. <laughs> you did. Two yeah, doubles. you were. Yeah. You, yeah. So I was bested there. Um, so we get to Vegas. We're delighted. We're, we're, we're delighted. The Paris, what a beautiful place. The accommodations great. are lovely. And uh, we're panicked. I'm panicked. I'll speak for myself that, well, this huge weekend we've all been hearing about, it's going to be impossible to get uh, a dinner reservation. So well, even just pulling in, we were already delighted because pulling off the strip, there was nothing. We yeah. drove straight down the track, pulled into the valet, and that was it. Nothing. Yeah. Less yeah. good for F1, yeah. but great for us. Yeah. <laughs> On the we ground. Thought, oh, we must have hit a lull. <laughs> yeah. This is incredible. And it was kind of rush hour, 4.30 or something. Yeah. It was easy. The traffic wasn't <clears throat> as bad the whole weekend as it was no, anticipated. No, not at all. And I thought, okay, I'm going to exploit this really loose friendship I have with Jose Andres, having uh, interviewed him and eaten dinner with him once. I'm like, I'm going to cash in a favor. And I asked him, could it, if it's not too much, you think if you could get us a reservation? So we went. It was fucking delicious. It was gorgeous. Oh. I think that was your favorite meal, yeah? The tapas? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I love tapas anyway. Yeah. It was so good. The food was great. It was already, Rob, what was the name of that restaurant? Yeah, so Jaleo by Jose Andres. Is it Jaleo uh, or Yaleo? Maybe Yaleo, Yale, maybe. Yale. There's a J at the beginning. Yeah, I'm just in Vegas. Let's just say Jaleo. Yeah, Jaleo. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not, not, not go too fancy. <laughs> it was outrageous. Cannot say enough about how delicious it was. But also, we were one of three customers in there. Yeah. So, you know, calling in the favors to get a... We were a little bit like, oh, well, I guess we didn't need to do that. Yep. Which was the theme of the weekend. Every chef commented <laughs> that they, it was the deadest 
they've ever been yeah. on whatever night it was that we were there. Yes, for a weekend. So, again, we were just really kind of delightfully um, relieved that it wasn't going to be like wall-to-wall people and impossible to eat and everything. And we thought, okay, well, that's that's Wednesday. Sure, nobody's here. Yeah. Thursday comes around, and we do a – what would we call that? Like um, – we're a pop-up a pop with up. Samsung, yeah. where we do kind of a a live version-ish yeah. of the uh, podcast. And I think we had some fear le- – I had some fear levels about yeah. the venue and, you know, how egg on the face it would be. And it was delightful. Yeah. It was fantastic. It yeah. truly so, was delightful was because real-life F-winners found us. Yeah. There was probably, like, 30 folks that, like, knew the show and liked yeah. it. And we knew had, Formula One, too. Yes. Most nice. importantly, knew Formula yeah. One. And it wasn't just a walk-by situation. Like, they went there for that. It was in a Resort World mall. Yes. It was Far away. Hence the fear. A yep. mall. Yes. A yep. kiosk. Let's call it what it was. A kiosk. And there was a good amount of people. Yeah. And it was it was fun. It was like, so calm there as well. It was like an oasis, the resort world. Oh, wasn't it, it was. It, it was, was yeah. incredible. A respite. <laughs> a respite from the, the storm. <laughs> yeah. They were really well, super civil. Yeah, I can't yeah. say enough about that place. We were like, huh, we should check in here. This is great. Oh, so uh, nice. We also got uh, Taylor Swift bracelets made for us. Oh, which yeah. was really fun. Oh, we did. Yeah. And, I love them. I took mine off because I woke up in the middle of the night and my hand was numb. And I was like, oh, I think I was a little taut. But anyways, I will. They're gorgeous. So anyways, that was really, really fun. And we were like, wow, well, that was, you know, that couldn't have gone better. It was kind of life-affirming and wonderful. And it made us prepared for our live show that evening. I think we all felt much more equipped. We were in a rhythm. We knew what we were going to talk about. (laughs) We felt like there was people who knew what we were all about and what the show was all about and were F1 fans. So we were... High hopes. We were were bullish. We are on a rhythm. Yeah. We were on a rhythm. I also gotta, I gotta, I gotta rewind a little bit. After the Jose Andres dinner, we came back and we did some gambling. By God, we all won. So, so far, if you, if we fly home after the Samsung Mall appearance, what it, a weekend! What a weekend! What a success! <laughs> and raging success! <laughs> Let's book a thousand more of these. But then we just, I decided to gamble a little bit before we went to the nighttime show we were doing. Yep. And and just lost my shirt in rapid order. Yep. We sat together, Charlie. Yep. So whatever we had made the previous night, I know I went then into the red. Mm-hmm. I lost more than I had mm-hmm. won the night before. I was like, oh, that's not a great sign <laughs> as you're walking over to do your live show. <laughs> Go to do the live show. Big shout out to Wobby Wob. He has, he's got cameras everywhere. He had all this gear. He had a fight with the folks to get power. You know, he really showed up. I kind of just ignore when we walk in. I don't really want to see the stage. It doesn't, it's not the vibe. The vibe doesn't feel like there's going to be an audience of, of, of folks that are into formula. Whatever the case, I just kind of ignore it. We go upstairs. Rob and Caitlin show up. We have a blast with them for yeah, an hour. Great. The venue is so cool. I, the I venue is the, very cool. The, it was the great. venue was, was pretty rad. Right on the, Main straight, yes. they're ripping past three and a half levels. We hit that whole mm-hmm. little section up at the top. If you were there as a as a customer, it was a great time. Yeah. They, oh, they yeah. were having a fantastic time. I mean, they hard too, to imagine them much, having a better time a than time. they were having. <laughs> right. So, yes, yeah, so we want to be incredibly clear. I want to be incredibly clear that the Club SI experience is awesome. It really was. Where we run into some trouble is some of the customers, I guess. <laughs> Can I hang this on them? Well, we should talk about <laughs> practice one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So we're kind of ignoring the whole thing, but we're like, you know what? We're about to, we're going to watch practice. That's going to be great. Things are going to materialize. We'll have lots to talk about. You know, we'll start finding out what And teams. even the fact that Rob and Caitlin were there to watch practice was like, 
timing was was good. We had some flexibility. They could come on whenever. We it was just going very well. It was. It was. All things were uh, looking up. Mm-hmm. It did not take long. We entered the stage. Uh, there were six chairs set up on a on a small stage, and then where, where I thought would be an audience was really just. There was about 18 people standing between there and the bar. And this is after an eight-minute practice one session. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I keep messing that up. So our plan was to have 20 minutes of practice one recap. No one knew what to expect, who's fast, who's slow, what happens on the track. Yeah. Yeah. And seven, eight minutes in, there is a crash. Yeah. And we find out a drain cover has been sucked up into Carlos Sainz. And it's canceled. But also there's no information. No, yeah, that's, they, no one knew no there was a crash. Information, it's all really. telephone. So it's not coming over the broadcast because for whatever reason, I don't think anyone has the rights to that broadcast stuff. So we're not hearing. We're, so we're, people are asking other people. Rumors are abounding. Like we heard like the surface was too bumpy or like, yep. well, hold on. It could be anything. You know, we're trying Yeah, to, we did hear they were going to repair the surface at yep. one point. They're sending grinders out. All these mm-hmm. rumors. And then as we're about to take stage, it becomes obvious that now – Practice two is also canceled. Yes. So now the vibe is also like, holy smokes, is this whole thing not going to happen? Yeah. yeah. Practice two is canceled, not even mm-hmm. postponed, but just like for now, everything is done, shut down. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> the race looks in jeopardy. People, really? People who've paid a lot of money to be there, suddenly there's no race. So mm. what are they left to do? Just Pound. abuse. <laughs> Abuse the free bar. The open bar. It's That's a so, prime it's the, time it's the to take the stage. Funny enough, right now, there is a, class because action. of that class action lawsuit with 35,000 people, because they were given, I think, $200 to the F1 merch store, each person that wasn't allowed to watch. Mm. And so they're being sued. And it was kind of funny because even Max was like, if I would, that was me, I'd burn the place down. Yeah, it's kind of funny that he, he didn't place. cause a riot. Like if that, Max that played that. that played right into his hand. He oh, already hated it. Yeah. So like any any bad news mm. is good news for Max yeah. at this point. Um, so anyways, that was the vibe. <clears throat> still pretty optimistic. I've done a lot of live shows. I'm still this is gonna be fun. People are in there. Um, as we're sitting down to to get going, already got two hecklers. We got two dudes, and they were fine. But we got two hecklers. <laughs> fashion, fashion hecklers. About fashion. fashion. Hecklers, Something yeah. about fashion. And two hecklers are out of the gets. So I was like, okay, well, that's which this I kind of like. That was encouraging for me because yes. I thought people are at least listening and paying attention. Engaged. They've noticed. Something we didn't even maybe you mentioned what we we're wearing. I don't know, but no, I was the like, brand oh, at least of Dax's sweater. Yeah, there's were, someone yeah. here listening. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, right. It had to do with I was wearing a Babar sweater. Yeah. Yeah, in keeping with my Beckham style. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wore a yeah. sweater. Um. So yeah, just just a little bit of okay. Wow. So people are going to probably be interjecting Contribute. as they see fit, which <laughs> we can deal with that. Uh. But still, just like a little red flag, and then um. Within, I don't know, four minutes after that, a woman just is like, I'm getting a picture now. I don't give a shit what's going on. She's like, I'm getting a picture. So she's like come up on stage and she's now in between me. And- I see her come down the stairs, <laughs> take a double take and just says, can I get a picture? And we're mid. Yeah. It was just so, it was, she was so oblivious <laughs> yes. to what was happening. That was really cool. And it was, I love that. It was like a toddler. It was like, it doesn't matter what's yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do this and I'm going to do it right yeah. now. And I, and I also was thinking like, great, we got some lemons. Let's make some lemonade. This will be yeah. fun. I'll interact with her. But she wasn't really in a state of mind that she could be interacted with. You no. know, but she, the set didn't look inviting. 
Like, no, it was real if tough. I was there, no it would one would be like, thought. oh, this is a spot I can go and interact with them physically. Yes, it was very awkward and uncomfortable <laughs> for her to even get herself <laughs> up on there. So it's like, whoa, okay, so now people are just dive-bombing the actual well, set. And I don't think she was, in her own experience, was was that bad. It just the message it sent to everyone else was <laughs> oh, the Oh, she also oh, opened the floodgates. Whatever you want to <laughs> do that was like these people. What else can we do? <laughs> we became <laughs> what else? a fairground attraction to be used You're in right, any it's way. More about what it symbolized in her. She was fine enough. You talked to her. She yeah. had a hot sauce company or something yeah. in Idaho. Yeah, she that was fine. The, right. the message <laughs> was very strong. That hey, yeah, was like, you oh, want. Cool. Heckling's on the table. Cool. Oh, also getting involved physically is on the table. You want to hop up there? Go for it. <laughs> want- she wanted a picture, but then didn't bring out her phone. She no. was like expecting that someone else. Was going to take the picture for her. And, and then I guess reminder. get her contact yeah. and or airdrop yeah. it. Yeah. Whatever her plan was, was unclear to us. <laughs> and um, what also became clear really quickly is I said, like, who's uh, here on their first race? 100% of the hands went up. Yeah. Who here watches the races on TV? Not one hand went up. So no. it was like, okay, so these people have, they have zero knowledge of Formula One or interest in it. They're just coming for the event. And I guess this was Max's complaint. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, his overarching complaint. So then you start going, okay, well, we're about to talk about a pretty esoteric topic, Formula One. <laughs> well, we, I think our plan when we went in was pretty simple. It was like, we're going to do our podcast. Yep. There's going to be people there. There'll be a bit of interaction. But effectively, it's going to be about what we've been up to in Vegas and F1. Yeah. And, and the a, practice. A heavy theme on F1 and the practice. Well, yeah, it's quite and essential. Then my brain is going, <laughs> oh, shit. These people don't care about F1. No. They have no interest. They don't know one name of any of the people involved. No. They don't know where we're at in the standings. They don't know Max is a champ. I, I mean, would say there were one or two people who knew about F1. And if the other people did know about F1, they were so drunk they'd already forgotten it. Yeah. So, That's possible but, yeah. as well, yeah. Maybe some of them had learned a bunch in preparation, but it just all went out the window. Yeah. There were three older dudes in the, the corner. The dudes in the corner. They were the only people dialed in. And I was, I was trying to now direct basically the show for these three guys. But that became increasingly more impossible. impossible. <laughs> um, I mean, we're going to forget some details, but just in rapid order. We tried to play Fuck, Mary Kill, which we had we had done at Samsung, which was really fun. And with the most basic, well-known characters. Yeah, we no just one... said, like, Mercedes team. Like, if you don't know Toto, Lewis, and George, really, that's about as perfunctory as the knowledge gets. Yeah. Um, so right away when I asked for a volunteer who wanted to play Fuck, Mary Kill, this uh, woman that was older than me, I don't know how old she was, but she, she immediately came forward. I'm playing. I'm fucking, I want to play Fuck, Mary Kill. I'm like, okay, come on up. She's like, but I don't know anybody. My son's going to pick. So I'm like, oh, this is son's a mortified. <laughs> Poor guy. He liked F1, and he's a listener <laughs> yeah. to the show. Yes, he was, a, he was great a great dude. He was a great We guy. all spoke with him after this whole thing. And so, yeah, tons of love So he's compassion. playing Fuck, Mary Kill he's for his, for his mom. mom. Who is his mother <laughs> will fuck, Mary Kill. Which is like, it's quite a dynamic. And they're both now up with us. And there's really no place. The mom's on sitting on my lap. Yeah. yeah. And she's intermittently, seemingly going in for a kiss. Yeah, allegedly. I don't want to get I, sued. I, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, also, I saw that. If you notice, intermittently telling me how much she loves my wife, and then also maybe going to <laughs> yeah, I thought she was going to lick your face. <laughs> yes, that's that what was, I thought. That's where I thought face. it was going. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, we're juggling a lot of things, and so we're like, "Whoo, that didn't pan out as planned." They exit, and so really, that fuck Mary kills really only 
intentionally leading up to the ultimate fuck Mary kill, which is Lawrence Stroll, Lance Stroll, and Zach. Brown. And we scrapped the Red Bull one because that. Yeah, we're like, <laughs> forget it. No one's gonna know <laughs> if they don't know Total. They're not gonna know Horner. This is a wrap. We got to get to Lawrence Stroll because this one is a riddle and it's fun. And you were pretty clear, like, who knows the drive? Like, we need someone with some know. knowledge. And yeah, this younger. Woman Beautiful in the woman. Back. Raise yeah. her hand. I know. Yeah. I know all the guys. I know all the people. The crowd uh, great. parts. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're like, great. And I start saying, all right, you have to fuck, marry, or kill. And as this is happening, she's now made her way to the very front. We see that she has a three-month-old strapped to her chest. <laughs> like <laughs> the hangover. Uh, like full-blown uh, the hangover. It was insane. Uh, 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 and baby. I said, wow. We just had a mother and son now only topped by this. And then I don't know who someone said that is probably her son as well. Yeah. yeah. So it was another mother and son. That's another mother and son. <laughs> it felt like we just needed a nun to play the next yes, round. Yes. And that oh would have been God. perfection. Yes, you couldn't have thought of much better. Um, so, and by the way, this is all the very best part of the show. We haven't even gotten to oh the goodness. huge, huge roadblock that presented itself shortly thereafter. Now, also, Rob and Caitlin, Rob McElhenney and Caitlin Olson join us. Rob and Caitlin have just uh, bought a fraction of Alpine. This is going to be great. But again, no one there is interested in Alpine. They've never even heard of it. It's such team. a shame because it's <laughs> yes. a great story. I, I can't imagine what's going through there. Minds <laughs> as they're watching on the sidelines. I know exactly we, what's going. We're getting sucked into this world. Why are we here? <laughs> yeah. they know exactly what's going on because they're both performers. And Caitlin and I were in the Groundlings together 25 years ago, and she's like, "I'm about to walk into a sketch that's tanking." Oh, <laughs> like it's one thing man. to observe one, or to have been one one from the beginning, but to willingly walk in and join a, a tanking <laughs> sketch. God bless them. They're two of the best they friends all over. They did kind of write the ship for a little bit, though, because mm -hmm. people were interested in new, whether or not they knew their role in Formula One, they were interested in in new people on there. And yes. they kind of, they, they righted the ship for a little bit. And there was yeah. some, it's always sunny fans in the audience. So they were pumped. They did give us a couple digs, though. Yeah. Well, then they really lit us up, which yeah. saved the day, yeah. Yeah. which yeah. is yeah. Rob started going, Do you do a lot of live shows? <laughs> yeah. And I go, <laughs> Well, only if they're at a bar and no one knows the topic <laughs> I'm talking about, then yes, I'll be there. In a and Caitlin kept saying, Why don't you, these fan interactions are going so well? Keep some of these going. <laughs> Fire. Yeah, they're on fire. Once they started making fun of us, that helped tremendously. But okay, now the main, the coup de gras, <laughs> the grand finale was a gentleman. I don't think we should say his name. I'm not sure. I don't think we know. I don't think we know. There were five names that we referred to. But when you guys were doing that, I first noticed him because you guys were like all four of you were talking. And he just comes up and hits my shoulder, and he's like, I hey, you, you look good. You look good. Let me take your picture. And I was like, <laughs> right, he's coming uh, up to Matt on stage okay. and nudging him and shoving him. It was a long time, too, because I noticed it. Yeah. And I kept noticing Matt kind of like turning to kind of get back in over here because he was just slapping him. And he's yeah. like, I, I like you. Yeah. And I was like looking and it, and it was one of those things where I thought maybe it would stop but it definitely didn't stop like, yep. I, I became aware of him as I heard him but he was he was now standing nine feet in front of us and he had his camera out and he was recording, presumably. But yeah. I, think, I think Jethro made a great point. There's no way he had hit record correctly. <laughs> but he was swaying so bad that I was like, oh, someone's got to keep, this guy's going to fall. And I noticed too, he's yelling, he's screaming He's screaming at me to say something. He wants me to say something. And he was kind of laughing at his own 
Yes, he was entertaining himself. He was screaming at the top of his lungs, and he was swearing, and he was falling, and he was getting closer and closer and closer. And then at some point, I was like, I think he wants me to do Frito from Idiocracy. Like, with I think that was the yeah, I think that was the move. But it was it was hard to tell. I and mean, he was with a big group of people. Clients. Who they were hiding in the back. Stepped backwards. Yeah, he had a big a open space. He had so much room around Well, him. everyone was afraid that when he fell, they were going to get taken out because he was a big gentleman. Yeah, he, was he was now the show. Yeah, and I said at some point, who are you here with? And he's like, my clients! <laughs> like, we look fine. There's all these, like, And they're, like, encouraging. Business yeah. people, yeah, and they're excited. Their host is... Going, the, he's is the legendary. Show. Yes, he's ruining the show, and that how, what could be more fun for them? I get it. If I were them, I would have been loving this. My yes. client who oh, paid for all yeah. this is now falling all over, and he's interrupting the show. Holy smokes, was he a variable to the point where? And after this all happened, we went out to dinner, which was almost the funnest part. Dealing with the aftermath of this processing the of trauma was, was so the trauma was <laughs> so fun. But I said. I don't know if anyone else felt this way, but there was midway through the experience with the guy and the clients, I was like, my God, this could get physical. Like, here we are. I had, the last thing I had ever considered was that we might be in a fight in this life. <laughs> Fighting away. It out. had that energy, though. Everyone was just coming up and grabbing and doing whatever they wanted, and everyone was hammered. And I was like, my God, we we may end up fighting our way out of this event. And I was relieved to hear, Charlie, you had the exact same thought at the same time. That moment at the end, I thought, well, he's I thought he was going to be taken off. I thought someone would come and yeah. remove him because sure. he was, aside from distracting and causing a scene, he was going to fall. Yeah. Yes. Through yeah. everything. I Knock over the table fall. and yeah. the ropes and everything. So minimally, I thought he was going to be removed. And then he wasn't. And you couldn't really feel his energy. You couldn't read it. Like, was he angry? Right. Was he happy? Yeah. It, it was that switch. I think it, it was one of those. He was happy. He was a positive guy. But mm-hmm. it, it would have taken one thing. Anything. Yes, he, he felt embarrassed at any moment. Yeah. So then I thought for a moment, well, I have to move him. I have to, like, get him out of the way. And then he was with 20 other people, and I just was distracted by the possibilities of what was going to happen. Oh, my God. What an experience. I mean, really, in retrospect, this is the funniest thing that could have possibly happened. I I had a a blast. When he said I had an out-of-body experience. I did feel like I was looking down on this scene, like, how the fuck did I end up in this situation? <laughs> How did this happen? Yeah. What, what led me to this moment in my life? Well, well honestly, if it was good and successful, uh, we would have been done this conversation already and moved on oh, to the next yeah, topic. Yeah, yeah. So it was incredible. Yeah, and it's in such great keeping with all of our trips to these yes. races where somehow we fail epically. And that's just what this and, is an exercise. And more than that, we're set up perfectly. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. Media passes in the best spot to get interviews. Uh, this, you know, great, great guest in the great beautiful, spot, beautiful venue. Venue, yeah, supported. And, yeah. And I think everything was falling apart. Like the race might not happen. The yeah. show had gone completely yeah. west. We had no idea what was happening. We <laughs> yes. were like, is Vegas done? Is this it? Is <laughs> yes. This- are we here witnessing one of the biggest financial disasters yeah, we're part in the of it. sport? We're yeah. a symptom of <laughs> yeah. this disaster. And we're paralleling we're the performance. <laughs> yeah. We're just so in tune with F1 in that moment. <laughs> oh, my God. But I will say, it did. it's, it's really weird timing for this because I had just gone and seen a Groundling show recently that Kristen was in, the comedy theater I was involved with for years. And I was every time I ran into someone I used to perform with, what we would regale was always – 
sketches that just tanked and that how funny it was when you'd like you'd gather all your stupid props off stage when it was over and you'd go back in the green room and then you would just look at each other and acknowledge <laughs> the stinker that you had just shared and how those are weirdly my very favorite memories yeah. of four years at the groundlings and so i had just been reflecting on that how funny that is and then we all got to share it which so at the dinner that night was so fun for me like just processing yeah. the whole event and yeah wow, we barely got out of there alive yeah Ooh, and that we went as one. bad as it could go yeah. it was really it was a sort of, of glazed detached feel as everyone's looking at each other hmm. how did that happen cobbling together their identity <laughs> like who am i now that that didn't go well <laughs> what do i offer to the yeah world? but rob and caitlin were great they re they rescued us for a bit and they were yes. they made it yeah. more fun what champions the fact that they went with us along that ride i i owe them so much they're so great stay tuned for more f1 with drs hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We go back. We have this dinner. That's fun. We go to bed. And we have, at this point, been told practice two will be at 10 a.m. Yeah. Yep. So I think we're all like, oh, okay, we're going to go to bed. We'll watch, wake up and watch 10 a.m. Also, that's going to mess up our whole Friday side note. Yeah. Yep. But whatever, we all go to bed and at 2.30 in the morning. Hour. And then it was a 90-minute session, right? Yeah. Yep. So they went they till 4 a.m. And they kicked everyone that was watching the race out because the security in all the paddock areas or everywhere were unionized and they were scheduled to be done sure. at 2 a.m. So they didn't allow a single person to physically watch. So they've gone from no free practice one to then saying they're going to cancel in it. Then and they waited say, in the paddock for a, three hours to yeah, see then it. People and then people waited and then they kicked them out. This was F1's least fine hour. It's just so yeah. F1. Yeah, it's hard to know who, who should bear the, res the, the responsibility of that. But regardless, the main point for me was I was on the ground floor 45 feet from the track in yeah. my room. And... At 2.30 in the morning, I, like, jolt awake. And I'm like, what is happening out on Las Vegas Boulevard? Is there a GT3 race? That's, I mean, that's, that's exactly what I thought. Because yeah. I had got into the room at, like, 1.45, and I've got the whole nighttime routine, and yeah. I'm just lying down in the bed, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to watch TV. I'm just going to go to bed. And all of a sudden, I start hearing cars. And at first, I think it's people racing on the strip. And I'm like, no, those are race cars. That, yeah, I thought it might be a GT3. I didn't know they were doing other races. Yeah. And then it was like all of them. It was so For loud. For an hour and a half. Yes. It was so loud in the room. I mean, just imagine going to sleep. Uh, you can feel it. A couple hundred feet from any straightaway on a racetrack. <laughs> yeah. It's the 1.2 mile straightaway. That and hard. they would go like... You know, it'd be kind of quiet. You get one, and all of a sudden, five cars <laughs> go, yeah. like just ripping by. And I slept through every. <laughs> you did, you did. <laughs> Matt didn't sleep all weekend except through that hour and like a half. That was the only time I slept. <clears throat> then I woke up, and some people were like, sent messages, and I was like, no. What do you mean you're waiting at 1.45 to watch practice two? I'm so confused. And yeah. like, you just had not have coffee. It wasn't getting sent into the room. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> then I get knocked on the door, and I had a 
sniper rifle check in my room that woke me yeah, up. Yep. They checked my yes. room too. They oh, checked, they did, and they checked um, mine in the end as well. Yeah. Oh, they did. Yep. In the end, you weren't hadn't been in there, or you were in there when they. Did. I was in there. Yeah. I even think they said room service or something. Yes. But they knocked, oh. and like I opened the me. door, and they're like, "Just we need to see the window," and they literally just leaned in, and then. On to the next. That was my and first one. The second one, they came in the room and did a full walk around. Because the first one, I was like, you just glanced in my room. I feel safe, but not really that you're really doing your yeah. job to look. That's and crazy. Yeah. It, is, it is weird. But how did you even find out that they had been in your there room? There was a note on my door. Oh, yeah. they left yeah, a little yeah, note. Yeah, they, they left a little note saying there were security checks and they'd been in. I'm a little, little bummed yeah. that this was the outcome because I liked way more the notion that they had seen Matt check in and were like, we got to yeah. be all over this. <laughs> <laughs> that was a much more amusing Yeah, because it was night me. one. Matt said, did they check your room? Right. Like for, you know, weapons. And we're like, no. And then the second time also, he's like, yeah, they checked again. And so we had this I whole theory that he got yeah. red flag. And they were telling him, oh, we're doing this to everybody. Yeah. He's but been none of us. profiled. Yeah. He was put on a list season. after he went to that little league game in a, on a Harley <laughs> yeah. several years ago in just like a leather vest. And he's <laughs> everywhere he goes, he's yeah. the very close Well, I know scrutiny. when I fly, I'm on a list. I've seen it in security. They're like... Because I've traveled to so many countries in such a short amount of time, there's mm. a it's there's like a whole red capital letters. One time the TV was turned and I saw it, and it's like oh. been seen on multiple flight manifests. Oh wow! So wow. like then they kind of ask questions. Once they realize what I do, they figure it out. But yeah. like they're told to check me out. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I would check you out. Yeah. It'd be irresponsible not to, especially if you know the brethren, the brethren yeah. background. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. It's like yeah. already some extreme extremism. extremism. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now Friday, we wake up and we just shake off that thing because Ooh. by God, Jethro has arranged for us to go to Ron Fellow's driving school. Yeah. At Spring Mountain. Spring Mountain. Which I had not, you hadn't been to. I hadn't been to. Nope. None of us had been to. No, no. Matt had only spent 400 hours driving around there on his sim. Yeah. So, yes, he yeah. knew it inside now. But we drove us like an hour away, go to uh, Pahrumpf, yep. where this track is. It is the most mega race complex imaginable. I had no idea it was sitting there. It's vast. Yes, it's, it's like huge. What, four or five tracks. Yeah, it's four or five tracks. Mm -hmm. Total track is 9.3 miles if they link it up. And it's you're just driving past yeah. it, and it never seems to end. So yeah. you're driving Second longest in, and, in the world, and want to be longest in the world. Yeah. And it's one of these places you can buy a house or a condo or whatever, and then you can have a certain number of track days a year. You can store all your cars there, so people just fly in. They call it a country club. club. Yeah, it's so like a, sixteen it, track days a, a, a month. A minimum? month if you yes. join. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, it was gorgeous. It's crazy how upscale the whole thing was. Yeah. The garages were gorgeous. People had all these fun race cars. So we we rolled in, and they're also they're very married with General Motors, clearly, because the core it's a Corvette driving school, and yep. Corvette owners can go there for a discount. Um, but they also had a ton of Escalades, and I think it was just like really that is not a racetrack experience. They're not that nice. I mean, how much fucking fun did we have? Oh, Incredible. I didn't want to go. I was exhausted. We had had that bad show. You've been trying to back out for days. I have been. <laughs> yeah. I have been. I'm like, I got to keep an eye on my energy levels. We still have yep. a few more days. I would have given it a 50-50. <laughs> Whether or not I showed. Whether or not we, yeah, we went through with it. <laughs> but I knew better. I knew that we would end up having fun. But we went out there and it was so fun. They immediately broke you two off. They gave Matt and Charlie, the most accelerated. They did. Because if you turn up with no experience, normally there's a lot of classroom stuff. You're going to be driving around in circles for hours and end. But they put you straight in a car, straight on the oval to figure out, I guess, if you guys were competent yeah. and make you feel safe well, in the car. Well, I did think about lying because they say, how many track days or hours? And I did think for a second, 
Oh, I gotta say five. Or right. like, I gotta lie. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Because I don't want to come out here and sit. Yeah. But when I didn't, I was like, none. And they just let us yeah. go. What I loved is when we first came in, they asked track days, and I was like, well, like I've done a lot of hours on the sim, and I heard you guys kind of like laugh it off. <laughs> but then when I sat down, Charlie was going around with his instructor around this oval. Which was awesome to see, like, the first lap is so much different than the 10th time you go around. Because you're like, I don't know what this thing can do. And then you realize it. But the guy was in my car being like, oh, yeah, Gran Turismo was here doing this big event. Or it was, like, Forza. This guy was 45 years old, never had a driver's license, never driven. First lap, it was obvious he had never driven a a physical car. But then by lap 6-7, he was, like, getting close to lap record times from a sim. So... Then I kind of was like, oh, I just need I to say, because I wouldn't want you to hear me talking about this behind your back. I don't believe that story at all. <laughs> I mean, not at all do I think he was close to a lap record. <laughs> Impossible. Okay. <laughs> this don't. was our instructor, the main instructor telling us. I know, us and he, li- he saw you were very into sim, and you were excited about it. And I think he might have just, just, I'm telling you, there's, you were, you sim nonstop. Yeah. And what was your lap time? Well, no, but this guy is different than me. This guy has be, is was invited because he is one of the top sim racers in the world, which was the reason. So I've done two months. Yeah. And sure, some of the track records, I'm like top 15% in the world. Yeah. This guy's like top 15 in the world. Right, right, so right, right. He's probably done 10 to 15 years in the sim. Got you. So. Yeah, sure. still. But anyway, we drove cars in the <laughs> real world. Let's let's uh, let's move away. Let's back off from the sim talk before this. There's another energy where they're going to fight their way out of this room. Where is Eloy? Send Eloy in to mediate Eloy. mediate this disagreement <laughs> to be the arbiter. <laughs> At any rate, we got to get on the track. Well, and, they and, let us just threw us in the car to the oval instantly. Yep. And, and we you guys were a, in Corvette Stingray. Yep. And right? we did have the guy in the car with us mm-hmm. for that first little bit. And then you guys just straight to the track. Yep. Yep. And it's really important that I say for the record and in public, Jethro was markedly quicker than me right when we got out there. I was feeling my <laughs> my my huge gap in track time. Uh Jethro was lightning quick right Nothing away. to add. Nothing to add. <laughs> I've never seen you look happier in my entire life. <laughs> I am yeah, only yeah. happy because I know how much it hurts Dax <laughs> to say that out yeah, loud and yeah. in public. Well, it was rough. It was rough. I was like, what is, what's going on with me here today? Why, why is Jethro a, a second faster I than I could me? see your uh, brain, your cogs <laughs> moving because we first got out the car because I was surprised because we yeah, are lightning Normally, pretty evenly matched, basically. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the truth. You win, I win. You win, I win. But we went out, and I was following. It was like you had driven that track a hundred times, and, and we ditched you. <laughs> you did, yeah, you we, did. We, we got you pretty easy, yeah, yeah. And then I could see your little face was like, oh man, there's something. I've your, got some your brain was like, things are happening that I'm not expecting. Well, one excuse I'll make is just. Uh, Following somebody, I find that it's the same as if I follow someone to someone's house. I just wasn't learning the track at all. So it's like every turn I got into, even on our fourth lap, was was a surprise to me. And I was like, why? Jethro just seems to know this track. Like, you were, you picked it up immediately. I'm not, like, super amazing driver. I'm pretty quick. I'm pretty competitive. Yeah. But I am very quick at picking up a track. Yeah. And I can do that 
that's, I reckon within three or four laps, I'm normally where I'm going to be for most of the day. Right, right. Wow. And it took me several sessions before. Yeah, I and I was driving. following, we would swap. So for a while, I would be the lead car behind the instructor. Then we would swap down the straight so I could watch you. <laughs> Fuck up. Yeah. And I was like, keeps doing the same thing. It's like you couldn't get your head around the way the car drove, which was interesting. Well, and I did particularly bad in the Stingray, but then I did much better in the Z06, yeah. which yeah, is the- ironic because it's more car but it, it had way more oversteer than the than the stingray yeah so the stingray required a lot of patience yeah um okay. and i'm getting gapped so i'm now driving over yeah, my yeah. head and you start getting scrappy and because it's got it's got a little bit of body roll and stuff as soon as you start chasing the car you just keep going slower it's like you're spiraling Ooh. downwards you you have to drive to what it wants you to do that's, that's exactly it you would you were starting to gap me and i'm like well i've got to make up time but i wasn't driving it good enough to make up time anywhere yeah. so now i'm just getting into corners too hot exiting shitty and the gap's getting worse i remember years <laughs> ago someone saying to me when you are struggling don't try and drive faster, try and drive better. And that's mm. the way. It's every time you try and drive faster, you fail. Yeah. Because you're like, I'll brake later, I'll push harder on the way in. I'll do and all you're doing is bleeding time constantly. And I could see you bleeding time. Oh yeah. Big and time. I, I took almost no pleasure in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean almost zero. Uh. Well, the good news is, though, I did, by the end of the day, I got within a half second of you. Yeah, somewhere around si- <laughs> six hundred. <laughs> what were you, 137 They gave me the wrong memory card. So oh, I they did? I don't did know you have my- mine? No. Did you pick yours up? I did. I didn't look at it. Last night, I was like, I need to look at this memory card, because what if I, I ran a 137? I, here I am, you know, Spiraling bowing down to you. I could be faster by the end of the day. Who knows? Yeah. I didn't look at it, because I thought, I, that's not a good look to say that. <laughs> I looked at my car and I'm actually faster. Yeah. And I don't want to find out I was slower. So I was like, why look at this? <laughs> yeah, there's the, no, I, they gave me the wrong card. They gave me like an instructor's card, but they are going to send me the files on Dropbox. Okay. They were incredibly complimentary about both of us by the end of the day. They, were, they had they a were ball because I think they're used to people who haven't driven that much. Mm. And so they're pootling around and then yeah. suddenly... Like, they had to swap cars, which I was really pleased about. Yes, yes. Uh, they needed a Z06 to stay in front of Jethro. Yeah. yeah. I, was oh. admit, I was driving around. I was like, why is this guy going so slow? And then he was like, I'm going to have to park this car. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to have to swap cars oh, to a amazing. faster car. So, yeah, I was pleased about that. That was great. <laughs> A successful day, I would Great say. Great day for you, yeah. Yeah. And then, you, boys, you had the time of your life. Matt, you said that that was top three time. Top three things I've ever done in my life. It was so great. Unbelievable. And what was really cool to feel is, like, I remember when we did the little oval thing, and then we came out and you were talking about, like, turn eight, how turn eight is really tricky. And, like, when you look at turn eight on the map, you're like, that's the tricky corner he's having a hard time with? It doesn't look like the hard corner, but then when you take it, you're like, it feels so weird. You're like to, to be on the limit and not on the limit. And what's the thing? It was like, that was really the fun thing to figure out that. And also to test out how much you can throw on the brakes on a car is so yeah. exciting. And yeah, I think, that's the big learning yeah. curve in driving. Is and how I looked, hard you we can. were probably doing, I think we got up to, I looked on the tape. We got up to like 1.2 G's oh. in some of those corners, which was like cool to feel that. And yeah. It was just, I don't know. It was unbelievable. It's amazing what a standard road car can do, basically. Yeah. These are just standard cars, and you're in a Stingray, which isn't even the fastest car they make. And then you imagine, let's say you're doing a 137 or something in a Z06. What's an F1 car going to do around there? Like one minute? <laughs> you right, know, right. it's yeah. like it's not even the same planet. It's literally like they're not the same 
form of form transport. of conveyance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're, they're different things. It's like going from a hang glider to a, a speedboat to, 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 to a to a jet. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. so different. They the only thing they have in common is four wheels. Basically, yeah. it's insane. Yeah. In Charlie? Yeah, it was a blast. Yeah. Had a ton of fun. The big win is that no one went off. Yeah. That's almost impossible. Yeah, Charlie tried. I, I, you had a close? I, I was close. <laughs> on the only turn that the guys could see from the garage. But, <laughs> you so, were like, wait, how did you see this? Guys? I know, I pull in, he's like, went in a little hot on turn whatever, did you? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I got to think, I'm like, how do you see that? He's like, well, it's the only one that's right here. <laughs> <laughs> you picked the very worst turn to have your moment in. <laughs> but it was when we did the first oval, I left the whole time my right left leg was just shaking. Just the adrenaline, like, right. I just felt it going, and I was like, oh, my God, this is... <laughs> and I bet you were exhausted at the end of the day, both of you. Having, oh, having my not God. The, the level of concentration, it doesn't seem like it should be tiring. You're sat down twirling a wheel, which has power steering. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, but it, it really does wear you out. Unless after, but when we went on, on that last session, he's like, this is the cool-down one, because everyone on the last session always pushes too hard, and that's where... You lose it. Last run yeah. syndrome. The last one, one run last, syndrome. Mm. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, this feels fine. We've only been here a couple hours. And as we started going, I'm like, oh, I, I feel it. Like, mm. I have to, like, refocus in because yeah. you're somehow tired from doing all of that. Yeah. yeah. That's what shocked me is, like, after every – and they were only, like, 17-minute sessions. Yeah. Back was drenched every time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. As I got faster, I got less drenched. <laughs> but that was me trying yeah. to overdrive and recover yeah. all my incidents. I was as you, having as you rediscovered your identity. It, yeah, it, it took like, me you, the whole day. You were destroyed, and then you slowly <laughs> built yourself back up. It was, a, you know, with the, the show, and then right on the heels of the show, yes. then that, then that, that the emasculation. I, I, end it all. <laughs> I was like, if we don't fight back... We're done. Like this could be, this could be career ending on all levels. I could have, I could return home with nothing. I'm not funny. I'm not a good driver. In a month's time, Dax three hundred pounds. Prison's <laughs> long gone. Crying. Uh, what happened? Oh, he went to Vegas for that Formula One race. Uh, anyways, that day was spectacular. Yeah. It was so so fun. So lucky. So grateful to everyone at that Ron Fellows for letting oh us God. do that. It it's so such awesome. a great facility and the and the staff is incredible sometimes the in, driving instructors can have like a little bit of mancha machismo yeah None. these guys were awesome yeah they just wanted us to go fast to have fun and to show off what they did they were proud of it which yes. is cool it was yeah. great it was yeah. really good it was so fun so we came back and then we were all pretty tired from the day oh, and the previous yeah. night yeah and Rob suggested we go to retro uh, Michael Voltaggio's restaurant, Mandalay Bay, which he thought was 15 minutes. Is that fair? Well, he I was, was running around. MGM. I was running around, and I was like, has someone seen how close this is? Okay. And I think Matt, I gave the wrong hotel to. There we go. Yeah. Something happened where we were all under the assumption that it was a 15-minute walk. And it ended up being an hour-long walk. But I'm talking... As fast as people can walk yes. yeah. <laughs> through crowded people, up and over bridges, crossing the road 26 times because of all the closures, lo completely lost inside the Luxor for a good period of time. Uh, Charlie and I both having thoughts of like just getting in a cab and going to the airport. Like you, you, <laughs> that's so demoralizing. You thought these uh, some of these other events were your crisis moments? Yes. This was my, <laughs> I was going to just create a scene and i thought don't be so dramatic like don't don't do anything dramatic here because i was at we had been walking around luxor told In five circles. different directions everyone's 
has a different suggestion, and we end up at a dead end <laughs> where there's no way out. And I thought, I just, I, I, I don't need to eat. I don't need anything. I need to be. Let's just keep walking to the the airport here. I, I looked at you and done. I was like, "You close to leaving?" He's like, "So close. Yep. I'm so close." And we were at the Luxor. That's when we got the dead end. And I was like, "I, I just, my brain was was not rational." Now, luckily, we went through the gates of hell. Yeah. We got there, and it was mind blowingly delicious. Well, was Rob was telling so... him to start cooking, so it just came. Yes, and it was like one incredible thing after oh. another. Also, another another shout out to Rob. Rob made this reservation, which we may or may not have needed, but also put in our order request yes. for this bespoke menu. So we literally yes. sat down with a little bit of a time issue. Yeah. Because we had to get to P3. Yep. yep. And so we sat down. Not only did the chef personally make a menu, but he did it in a timely manner and had it ready for us when we sat down. No, it was, we were so spoiled on this trip. It was I mean, crazy. the fact that... Michael Vitaggio came and started cooking is, uh, it's not, people shouldn't ever get that. But it was so great. Uh, so much truffle and caviar. Oh, oh my God. God. They they let us shave the the truffle. The size of a softball. Um, it, it was incredible. I didn't go. I know, you I didn't make this. it, you were too I was tired. Because I was, all of the stuff we've been doing plus jet lag. So I was, I was. You couldn't lag. sleep yeah. at so six I had any a burger. I had a burger and a shake in our hotel. Yeah. And which was still and a good, whimper. But, I, but I, then you remembered you were faster than me and then you got happy again. I, didn't, <laughs> I never forgot that. <laughs> I never forgot it. We talked about it for five hours on the way yeah, back. Yeah. I did a, I went on Instagram live, <laughs> did a breakdown of Rodol. various different corners. There's an article that'll be in Road and Track this yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cover back. story. Cover story. It's really good. This is eloquent 10,000 words. <laughs> really tight. Super tight 10,000 words. So we have this epic dinner. We then hook up with Jethro. We got to circumnavigate Vegas to get back to where we started. We hook up. We go over now to the paddock area. And our boy Vince oh. from Alpha Romeo has, has hooked us up beyond belief. We're going to do hot laps. So we go into the paddock area. We watch uh, P3. Uh, we're starting to see Sean White and Nina are there. So friends are popping up. Now it's like we're we're past the darkness of the night before. And this yeah. to me was the apex. Night. And it mirrors what F1 was doing as mm -hmm. well. Because from all of the cynicism, all of the people who were so happy that everything had gone wrong, really. Because there were so many people who had such a downer on this mm -hmm. race. And then suddenly it all turned around. And it turns out the track's really cool. The organization was actually pretty great on that mm -hmm. Friday. Yeah. The fans had showed up. Everything... We we were going on the same journey as F1 over this weekend. You're so yeah. right. You're so right. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, no. Not only is this working, this is fucking awesome. It was cool. But at this point, Max mm. is still highly negative. Yeah, he never got this. there. He never got he, there. He did. Oh, he did? Yeah. We'll get that to oh, when okay. we get to the end. Hour yeah. three, we'll, and we'll I thought that. that. Hour three. <laughs> I thought that paddock area rivaled Miami. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was super, it super was cool. It was all brand new. They went with the neon lights outside of each team's uh, yeah. little section huge screens giant screens out there little activations here and there um it was cool it was it was and really it was really all cool. brand new and like designed for the fans like in montreal it was designed for the teams like yes. efficiency it wasn't like yeah. a big show um and this was like it was made for the fans it was yeah. cool really cool and then just the anticipation of getting the helmet going out with this huge group so for the hot laps they had i think what 11 cars or 12 cars 
a, yeah. a range. There was Something McLarens, like yeah, there was AMGs, Mustangs. there was the Alphas, and then the Mustangs. Yeah. Everyone's just the vibe of that. Everyone waiting to go out on this track. It's Everyone's so, so excited, holding their helmet, and people and are whole, coming back, and you're like, how was it, you know? And their whole shtick going in was that the drivers that were going to be driving us had never seen it. So take a mental picture of the track, because you're going to have to tell us where <laughs> yeah. to turn and which way. And, that and they're was their half whole, joking, but they're not. They, but they're, no one we is, found out they're not. Because they were canceled the night before. <laughs> yeah. They, no one's... Which is how we lucked out having that th night. These were the first laps. And it's funny, there was quite a few nervous people who'd obviously never been in a car. That guy who was talking to yes. us, I was like, it's great. And I was like, imagine if you're the first person to crash <laughs> yes, on the can... Vegas GP track. What a thing to say. <laughs> you could just be what he wanted to hear. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was not happy about just that. just what like, he wanted to hear. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I would love that. As long as you're I not I was talking to Nina about that. She was like, what if I die? I was like, yeah, you will go down in history and every article will be this and they'll probably name a corner after you. It'll be like, this is the Nina chicane. Like, it'll be incredible. Where a head fell off. Oh, man. So, the, okay, now the best part of the uh, hot laps oh. was I got put in a car with this incredible driver, and we were behind the other Alpha, and this guy was driving the fucking wheels off of it. He had done one sighting lap by himself, then he had done a lap with you. He had done a lap with me, and he was already on it on that lap. He'd missed a few corners. Like, yeah. But I love that. His approach wasn't, I'm going to ease myself into this. It was like, I'm throwing everything I've got at this track. <laughs> And if I mess up a couple of corners, who cares? Yeah. And there was um, something, it's actually, I think, better that we were in the Alpha because horsepower-wise, they're outgunned by some of the cars out there. Like the McLaren's going 196 oh, on the straight, insane. we found out, right? And then those AMGs are six, 700 horsepower, yep. whatever. So what was cool is he had to drive faster. Yeah, he was hustling. To stay with everyone, and he and he was on it. And But what I did notice was the Alpha that was in front of us we weren't really catching it. Like, it, we stayed really static with the car in front of us, and he was hustling this car around. So I was like, well, whoever's driving that car up there is a gangster. Get out of the car. You two had driven in that car. And I think, Charlie, you were the first to explain yeah. to me the driver. Yeah. I. Uh, it's all like a, a mad dash. They only have a certain amount of time. So the Vince is like, all right, hustle around. Hop in here. Boom. Get in. And I sit down in the car, and this lady gets in, an, an older lady. She's... 70 yeah. something like that with these little reading glasses and uh, she's so sweet and and i kind of look like well someone she's she's next after me she's in the wrong seat she's got in the driver's seat yeah and uh <laughs> this is a big mix up yeah this is a mix up so i wait and uh she's like nice to meet you i'm gail and and uh i'm like okay and then vince hustles me out of the car real quick and turns out she's the driver yeah and they were going to give her a practice lap so then i get back in and she is like so kind, like a grandmother. Yes. And yes. she is racing, <laughs> racing, the racing, shit. racing, chatting the whole way, little Vegas jokes, and uh, <laughs> but just flying, <laughs> telling me she's never driven this track before, and it's so fun. She's having a blast, and it was insane. And it, it turns like, out she was like a rally champ. Rally she champion. had been doing hot laps for Indy for like a decade. Forever, yeah. She's like Burt Meinlander. Yeah. She's, she, this is what she does. Well, I got Vince to send me her Instagram. Oh. I got to give her a shout out. Her name is Gail Trues. So it's Gail, T-R-U-E-S-S. -S. She has no followers, so everyone go follow this woman. Yeah, she's follow her. She's incredible. And I got to post the picture of me. I took a selfie with yeah. her. Yeah. And she, I loved on her Instagram, all it says under her name is play harder, go home. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. And on my oh, lap, awesome. I went on a lap with Charlie, which 
I was so happy I was even the second because she was already balls to the wall and she was giggling the whole time. Yeah, she was it made a me so happy. Mm. I was in love with her. Yes. I was like, this, you're the hottest woman I've ever seen in my life. Like <laughs> yes. you're our, you just became so attractive <laughs> and I love you, Gail. She a thousand percent visually looks like she ran an antique store. Yeah. I thought like someone going to a Harry Potter convention or something. Yes. It had that vibe to it. Very but, strong Potter vibe. But she was on it and she came in and the brake discs are literally glowing red. <laughs> yes. There's they smoke pouring from the car. <laughs> yeah. the, the smells in that pit lane oh, make me incredible. so happy. Yeah, it's just all <laughs> it was brakes. So good. Just brakes and tires and just, you know, you could tell that everyone was on it. And I think that's my very favorite lap being a passenger of my life. It was yeah. really quite it was cool. cool to be on that track and, and see Vegas whipping by. And our guy, when I was in it, he overtook, he outbraked like a Mustang and then nearly outbraked himself and ran <laughs> wide. We got overtaken by a McLaren that was literally just spitting blue flames the yes. entire way past us. I think we all got passed by a McLaren. Yeah. I mean, it was so fast. Yeah, yeah Nina I, said 193 down the straight when she went yes. in. 193. I, I was so delighted with the overtaking and getting overtaken because I thought on these hot laps, there's no way they allow passing. Yeah, like, it's no. already such a liability. These, none of these people have driven this track. You got, you got passengers, and then there's, there was racing. It was like the Cannonball Run or something. <laughs> yes. All these weird mixed-up cars just go flat out. It was brilliant. Oh, it was so, so fun. And then Hussein Bolt was in our car after us. Yeah, which, uh, Charlie got some one-on-one -on -one time. Oh, with, yeah, I did. With Mr. Who was Bolt. taller? He's, oh, he's he was tall. He's a big yeah. dude, isn't he's he? Tall. Yeah. Not by a ton. Yeah. That's the only thing that could have made it the perfect night is if after the, all that bolt sprinted down the the area where we were loading. If we could have witnessed that speed, yeah, in real, I life. would have liked to race him. Sure, of course. Well. We know that. You're boxing yeah. there in February. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the year after he's going to challenge you say to, to a race. Yeah, well, I guess one thing at a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one mountain at a time. <laughs> Take on Bolt next. So that night for me was perfect because then we went over to the Red Bull area and we, we got to watch Quali and it was super social and there was a bunch of people. That that was so apex yeah. for me. Like, and that corner was great to watch from. Really cool. You got to see a, a good deal of them driving. It's not like they were just like, pew, pew, pew. It was like you saw it. Coming out of a turn into that yeah, big one. Beautiful potato soup. That beautiful potato oh, soup. Yeah. Um, Charlie, we could do another. We could do a full hour on what Charlie was drinking on this trip. But it, no less than a dozen sugar-free Red Bulls. We had each had nine or ten shots of espresso. The caffeine levels were at oh, we all time. so much espresso, oh, didn't yeah. we, when we got that. And we did get to expose Jethro to an American classic. Oh, fireball. Fireball. Oh. Oh. This is hard for Americans to hear, but I do not like cinnamon. Like, mm. this is the American disease. The, the you put one... it in so much stuff you don't even know it's in it. I've eaten so many things where I'm like, has it got cinnamon in? My wife's American. She'll be like, no. I don't. And I eat it. And it's like, it's like eating a spoonful of cinnamon. You you are so desensitized <laughs> uh, to this as it's a nation. Spice. So I say, I've got this horrible memory of a drink in the UK called Aftershock. And I drank cinnamon, Aftershock on this event. Everyone was sick. It was horrible. And I never touched cinnamon since. So then they say... Well, the, we're in the Alpha Hospitality Suite. And the woman like, what can I get you? Do you want shots? you want whatever? And Matt was like, do you have Fireball? No, she suggested Fireball. She did. And I was like, yes, me and Jethro. And the only thing Jethro said is like, is it cinnamon? 
yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was it. Uh, yeah. it's, like, it's my kryptonite. Yeah. yeah. And, like, and we no. said, no. No, no, no. no. no, no. So no, she no, comes no. over and pours the two drinks. and Yeah, but she came over and on the bottle it says cinnamon whiskey <laughs> in giant letters. <laughs> and I'm like, you said it's not cinnamon. And it literally says fireball in huge letters and then, then half scale letters below it, cinnamon whiskey. I'm like, ah, okay. Cheers, boys. <laughs> but I took it. Uh, you, you did. did. You did like a champ. Yeah. You did. Yeah. You, yeah. you couldn't even tell you hated it. It was actually. No. Yeah. It was less bad than I, I thought I'd have immediate flashbacks to that night where yeah. ever, I, oh God, it was bad. Okay. So that was Friday night and it was just perfect. And then we went back and we even did some gambling and then by God, we were back. Stayed up very late. And then I, at this point, decided that there's no way I can watch the race on Saturday night, then drive home, get home at five in the morning and then work all week. So I just was like, I, I, there's no way I can do this. So I decided I'm going to go home in the afternoon on uh, Saturday, on Saturday, watch the race, which put you in a bad position. You had to either choose to miss Wilder's baseball game or come home with me or we offered to rent you a car as well. Yeah. 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 I had to be home. Wilder had a baseball, his last baseball game, Sunday, yesterday morning, 830, mm-hmm. which, um, yeah, I couldn't miss that. Right. Yep. So we drove home. It was pretty event-free. We had traffic for an hour, but whatever. I was very afraid of, and by the way, it turned out it wasn't an irrational fear. I was like, I just can't get stuck on Sunday, and I don't want to drive home for 10 hours. Yeah. Yeah. But which anyways, is not, was always a possibility coming home from mm-hmm. Vegas. Yes, and turned out to be the case for people who left even an hour past when you oh, guys not even minutes. if me and Jethro left 15 seconds later because <laughs> there was a 20 car pile up and we were the only car that got out of it it was every single car behind us was smashed yeah I was in the driver's seat watching cars get crash behind me crash into each other and then veer past me and skim the rear fender and I was like yeah, I was like, we, we were lucky. Yeah. I was just waiting for the impact. I was yeah. looking in the mirror, waiting for the one impact guy was driving by us, smashed to bits, not yeah. even looking to pull over, just like didn't know what to do. Was just like I yeah. just I, yeah, unbelievable. I would. There's some part of me, if like 50 cars all got smashed, would say, "Well, I guess we're all just fuck. Let's just keep going." Like I would think there would be a critical mass where it's just too much carnage. That anyone's need like everyone just needs to write this off. Yeah. As a, yeah. who's responsible? An act know. of God. <laughs> Yes, force majeure. It was, it was an yeah. act of God. So we were in this sandstorm basically on the way out. That was, and we drove into it and slowed down like any rational human being would yeah. do. Yeah. But people behind clearly decided not to slow down. Well, yeah. And so there was people traveling. At, I just heard, you, you hear that noise of brakes being applied heavily. And I looked in the mirror, there was a Honda get that had tried to avoid the car in front, but tagged the car in front. Then he'd veered across into the other lane, hit the brakes. Someone had crashed into the back of him. There was a, there was a car off in the central reservation. And I'm like, oh, man, we're in trouble. All initiated by a sandstorm, yeah. right? Yes. And in the it wasn't the first sandstorm. one. We had driven through yeah. about three of them before. So it's mm. not like anyone wasn't expecting another one to happen. They yeah. well, mate, The first two weren't quite as severe, so you could no. still keep your pace up. Yeah. But this one was like you, you couldn't see more than what 15 feet ahead yeah, of you 15, probably man. Yeah. Mm, like a like a blizzard yeah mm. it was insane um and then they shut down the road so people did yeah, get yeah we were there. pretty much the last people out some people said 10 to 12 hours because they were rerouted or some people just said screw it i'm going back to vegas which at yeah. five after five days in oh. vegas is the last thing in the world yeah, you yeah that would yeah. have been a rough rough transition for me so okay so quality we missed so uh Charles got pole. Pole. And Sainz. And Sainz got second. And then Max. And Max got third. So that was exciting. 
Yeah. It, it seemed like, okay. I felt like Ferrari were going to be good this weekend, yeah. and I felt vindicated. They were great. They Charles were. Charles was great. Yeah. He's so good on street tracks. Mm. He just, he hustles the car. It's his environment. He's he's great. Well, now we're at the race. Yeah, so the race, is it the first time this year where Max just properly got passed? Yeah. I think yeah. that's the first time where someone's hunting Max. And it looked, it started, Max got there right away, you know, probably in a bit shady of a move, yeah. turn one, that was mm -hmm. questionable. But regardless, once he got in front, and then he was like three or four seconds ahead, pretty quickly, mm -hmm. you were like, oh, well, that's that. Yeah. And he did say he lost grip there. He, like him in the post-race conference, he's like, I didn't try to push him out that much, and I deserve the penalty, uh -huh. but I just lost grip, and there was no other option than me to go up, or else I would have locked down. Yeah, the front and, end was and, sliding yeah. definitely yeah. at that point. But um, all of a sudden, we, we don't see this. We haven't seen this in 2023. All of a sudden, you realize, like, oh, Charles is two seconds behind. Oh, he's a second behind. Oh, my God. He's in DRS yes. on Max. Yeah. And yep. then he fucking walked by him. Yeah, yeah. He hunted it was, him down. He hunt it was a tire story, I guess, wasn't it? The Ferrari was good on its tires, so it didn't get up to speed as quick, but then it was it was faster once it was um, fully warmed up, and it was great. I loved it. I loved it. It was like, it was so encouraging of like, oh, right, this is what this could be. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We need it to happen because yeah. Max is clearly the best guy out there at the minute, but he's not, he's not put under pressure enough. Mm -hmm. and, and to see that is great because it also makes you like him more because when you see him respond to pressure and still pull it out the bag, you just got to take your hat off to him. I, I totally agree because when he was in fifth, like he, he had to pit after that pass to get tires. And then he came out and he was fifth and then he's in traffic. There's no reason to think Charles isn't just going to continue to gap. And so I pretty early into that was like, oh, wow, he's not going to win this race. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then to see him come back, I'm like, my God. Yeah. And plus, we should talk about the many, many bets that we put on. Because Matt put on about, what, 150? You put on those at are least... Our, those are the combination of the two of ours, and not one <laughs> is a winner. Not a single <laughs> one. I was, yes, I was... And there was a moment... This, this is going to be... So as I said, I watched half the race, went to sleep, woke up in the morning, looked at my phone, didn't open it, but I just saw, whoa, Dax from matt or whatever on our f1 yeah. text chain and i have half the race to go so all i know is whoa dax then i see that piastri is in third yeah and i'm like oh my because all my bets were for piastri every single one <laughs> yeah, every yeah. single one. i went all in on piastri <laughs> this weekend and i was like that whoa dax must mean that is it possible that he's going to get around everyone i don't know how he's got to do a tire change but if there was a minute where I was like, oh, my God, this might I just happen. won 15 But he grand. went hard to hard, so he had to pit. He had no choice. Like, yeah. he could have done it, but he had to pit for mediums. I know my last hope was like, oh, I did have a podium bet on him that he yeah, would get on the podium. That's, that's what it was about. I thought he was going to get it. Yeah. But then he put the mediums on and was in, like, 13th and then got right. It was so well, fun to watch him get back. For me, out. he blew it on all levels for me because he didn't get on the podium or or win, but he 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 did pass Gasly to make Gasly eleventh. He did. So he fucked me in every way. We you were really your, happy you about put that all one. Your faith in that guy. In the and all he was, did, he slapped you in the face right yeah. at the end there. <laughs> he did with like whatever four or five laps I, left. I had Gasly in the back. I was looking at that gap, and there was like a twelve second gap ahead of him and a seven second uh, gap behind him. I'm like, wow, I'm finally gonna do it again. No, no. Nope. Well, Gasly was my final bet in the race because I had him for top six. And he was, at one point, he was second, then he was third and fourth, and he was cruising. I was like, this is a definite. I'm going to win. And I was going to win 900 bucks, I think, yeah. if he plays top six. And then he's six for ages. 
And then he just went backwards. Mm-hmm. All in the last four laps, he lost like yeah. I don't know six places or whatever. And that Alcon battle got dicey. Oh, I wow. was like, oh, they're gonna crash you. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought that too. They've done that several times this year. Yeah. They just don't care. And finally, on the radio, they're like, all right, let's just hold position. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then as they said that, Alcon overtook yeah. him. Yeah. He's like, oh, you meant hold once I get my spot back. But Alcon had that with Alonso last year too. Yeah. Like he doesn't give a fuck if you're his team. And in fact, he fights his teammates way harder than he fights. Yeah. And they don't get on those two no. which is which is quite nice to see which i think we were yeah. telling rob we were like i think this is really exciting for Alpine that you guys have like maybe one of the biggest rival rivalries that's gonna be very exciting yeah for yeah. years to come i think our requests were please change the look of your car yes was the main one for rob wasn't it <laughs> yeah, yeah that yeah, was that's... the main one he's yeah. like i don't know if i could do that but we're like <laughs> yeah. how can you not yeah. you gotta put that in someone's ear yeah it's gotta move its way up the, the but, ladder Checo and Ocon, it was really impressive. Like, Checo at one point was, like, last, second last, because he got damaged and he had a pit. Mm. And even just to be up there fighting was an incredible drive by Checo. Yeah, he he really was on fire. This might have been the closest we've seen to a max DNF, because him and Russell came together pretty Oh, they did. Really, really. I mean, there was car everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, this is it. This is the one. And then we make all this fuss about Arrow. Yeah. And that that happens. Both are then maybe even faster. He, like yeah, they Max both drives off after that. That's and then George too comes through the field making all those passes. <laughs> and it's like what what about the car that's on the track? Yeah. Like yeah. What it is happened? a common pattern. It feels like the aero thing is maybe just some sort of PR master stroke <laughs> where they don't even Pay attention to it. It's like, you guys, guys got to have a couple more wings and flaps. Yeah, it's just yeah. we need to tell people about how advanced these cars are <laughs> and that they can run upside happens. down. And, like, nothing changes. His pace In was the same. Particularly the side wings happen yes. a lot. And that mm-hmm. seems to have absolutely zero, zero. impact. Yep. If anything, faster. Yeah. I, I It always bugs me. I'm like, what are you talking about? You can crash, damage this thing that is so precious, and you're still fine. Yeah, no, no change. Yeah. Um, so yes, Checo deserves a lot of applause yeah. for this performance, but I, I will say I was delighted that Charles got Oh, him. me too. I that was yeah. too. And also Charles had made that same pass on him, Checo already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so in my mind, it was just highlighted that that wouldn't have happened twice to Max. It would have happened once and yeah. he would have defended. Maybe he would have gotten past in another way because he was defending that. Yeah. But he wouldn't have let it happen. The twice. last one did look like in the commentators said that he was he's sleeping. Like, yeah. I don't think he knew he was about to get overtaken yeah. on that last one. But imagine you're Leclerc, you've stuck it on pole, you've overtaken Max, and you've overtaken Checo twice, and you yeah. still don't win the race. First time it's ever happened. That All hurts. Year, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was pretty vocal about that. It was like he, he, he wanted to be able to be proud that he did what he did, but he was pretty heartbroken. It felt like he was more heartbroken about yeah. this one than any of the races this year. Yeah, he's great. I really hope they give him a good car because we, we need that battle. I think that yeah. could be one of those battles for the ages. If those two are yeah. in vaguely equal cars, it would be brilliant. Yeah. Racing incident. Yeah. Back to the karting days. But just even to see still Leclerc was only like a second behind Max at the end. Like to see almost everyone cross the finish line at the the top three was really exciting to be there and see that. And the over-under for the gap between first and second was 10. Was 10 seconds. I got really upset I didn't make that bet once I saw the conclusion. There wasn't even 10 seconds between 1 and 11, I don't know. Because George uh, George was down 4th to eight. Right, yeah, with a five-second penalty. Oh, he did. Which, the penalty, a couple penalties this weekend seem like they need to be revised. The first being Science's yeah. car. Oh, that's an atrocity. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Through no fault of his own, was yeah. The governing body can't change 
the rules. Yeah, which there's got to be something. Like, yeah. For what happens if they do? You know, why why can't they? And then that five second that that Max got. Yeah. It's happened. This it's he's not the only one, but that five second penalty, the fact that they can more or less choose to not take it and not to give the spot back. Yeah. yeah. Seems like an unfair advantage. It's not yeah. enough. I also don't understand why the team at that point wouldn't have preferred that because that had all come out when he only had a two second gap. Yeah. So and like you're really trading two seconds for five. I think the, the issue tires. is it's the tires, yeah. Because if you're following someone, you're wearing your tires out so mm. much quicker, you're heating your car up because you're not in fresh air. Yeah. So the mm-hmm. the penalty of five seconds is not enough to overturn all the advantages yeah. of having track position and setting your own pace. And what if I'm in fifth and I just dive bomb right up the, the side on the first turn, Take blow out everyone out, yeah. and then I'm now up 10 spots, which exactly. is going to save me. 20 seconds probably in the long haul but i'll take that five second penalty yeah. and charles said that like he was like if that wasn't for that last yellow car safety car he's like i would have won this race and it wasn't that my tires were five laps shorter and it wasn't going to be the tire deg it was the fact that there was a safety car and used hards getting cold then warming up again that's yeah. the big issue and that's what screwed him in the end mm. it's shocking he did as well as he did on those tires at the yeah. end against Checo. But we also, when Max got the penalty, the best radio message, he's like, oh, yeah, I got a penalty. Send them my regards. Because that what he said. Did it. Yeah, yeah, he said, send them my regards. Because they said, uh, you know, we got a penalty, so extend yeah. your gap. And he said, yeah, send them my regards. Mm-hmm. And then we had yeah. Toto also hop on and say, hunt him down, George. Yeah. Which is yeah. always great when you hear the engineer and then half a yeah. second later, Toto pops on. Yeah. And then signs after the race, because he got P6, and he was uh, after that huge penalty. And he it was mainly Toto, I think, was the one saying that, no, you can't not give him this penalty. He needs this penalty. And he made a comment after. He was like, it's nice that I finished ahead of all the cars that were wanting me to keep this penalty. Oh, really? Uh, I was like, oh, yeah. I have yeah, to say, so. we are Toto fans on this podcast. He did not cover himself with glory this weekend. Mm. <clears throat> he was the guy who the wanted to make sure Ferrari still got the penalty, allegedly. We don't know that allegedly, for sure. yeah. But also in the press conference after the disaster of Thursday night, it was so the the corporate shill, just like, you know, just, mm. just towing the company line. And it didn't sit well. It was like the whole world can well, see what's happening. Well, he is the company. Listen, I, I, objectively, you're absolutely right. But I am as in love with him as I am Max. I so say, I'm like, oh, I love seeing his fiery side. And I he had too. been asked, they had asked that same fucking question nine times. Like he, he gave it uh, the soft version about, five times that's before. what i was gonna say like if that was the f- first response to the first question i'm like all right just relax this was cool insane but yeah, it had legit. been the whole interview was they just wouldn't stop yeah more but, or less like this has ruined the sport they want to ruin the entire sport black eye that's what set him off is that black really black eye. that was the trigger i thought war. fred and him were gonna have a little fight yeah. they were not happy with each other that, that, was, that was pretty room, cool i loved the dynamic between all of them. Like, they're mm. playful, but also they're all so fiercely competitive. Yeah. It was, I love that whole yeah. dynamic. It's the only time, though, that I felt like, oh, yeah, they're all on the same team in, an, in a sense. They're the team principal. They're the ones that have to come out here and talk about this. And in that moment, the four of them are a team, basically, which yeah. is kind of fun to see. I really like that. Yeah. And Fred's yeah. now going to go after the, I, th- I don't know if it's Liberty Media or whoever, he wants all that cost, that the damage oh. of the cost be recouped, oh. which is fair enough. Given he, I'll take the penalty, but you're going to pay for the car that you broke. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to quantify that, but whatever. The know. car seemed to get back out on the track now. I, they said that monocoque was broke. I was like, wasn't the, you got to throw the car away? I, they I assume they changed the whole chassis, engine, mm-hmm. battery, the whole lot. It's like a fresh car. Oh my gosh. 
gosh. Yeah. It's crazy. We got some pulp we just need to quickly get through okay. right okay. here. I need to show you guys this video because it's, remember we talked about how like uh, the intros were going to get crazy oh, uh -huh. and who we predicted would be the <laughs> intro guy. This yeah, is so. Uh, so I'm going to show you guys this and this is so awkward. Oh, I can't wait. He's a Oh, but look at Sergio. <laughs> oh, my it. gosh. Wait for it? That wasn't Watch. it? Look at Sergio. You don't know what to do. Oh, now he's going to wander off. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, where do I go? Um, says, what, what, what do I, I do? I don't know what to do. It was... That was like our live show. Like, that brought me back to our live that show. That was Elroy. That was him screaming <laughs> at us. That's how close he was. And he's shouting tonight. But he was just yelling in his face so loud. And I wonder if, I mean, he must. Boxing's international, so he must know the buffers. Listen, yes. we, we all got to go out to eat afterwards and process what happened to us collectively. Race. He had to go by himself. And yeah. just go like, oh, that was, that was crazy. That, was that, that didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. I imagined it. <laughs> Lawrence Stroll sold, he sold $1 billion of equity stake, which is a minority stake. Mm -hmm. $1 billion what? minority stake. And he said, this is going to take us from strength to strength. So he's still an owner, but it was a company, Arctos. It's an American f equity firm. So oh. it wasn't a Saudi equity firm. It's an American equity firm. They've been in talks for about five years. Oh, my but gosh. what blew me away is a $1 billion minority stake. Yeah, that makes Alpine seem like quite a bargain. It does. Yeah. Well, that Pretty was the thing with Alpine. is like you've got these basketball teams that are $6 billion valuation, and yeah. they're not near as global. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that Alpine is just under a billion seems shocking or seems like a steal. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think they've all been dramatically undervalued yeah. per our paradigm here in yeah. the yeah. U.S. Me and Jethro were watching this on the grid. There is a commentator drama, I feel, going on. I don't think Jensen Button <laughs> and Danica Patrick even See. remotely like each other. There's all these videos coming out, and, like, Jensen, she'll be, like, talking about something that he's like, she, no, this is wrong, and he's, like, rolling his eyes, and we watched them for about 10 minutes. They were waiting to do an interview. Not a word said to There was no other. interaction. Like, yeah, we were above the grid, <sighs> so we were in the paddock club in the McLaren area, weren't we? So we yeah. had a really good view of them. They were at the front of the grid. 10 minutes, I don't think they spoke a word no. to each other. Mm. Not a single, and they were like, yeah, as far away as they could be, but still be near enough yeah. the team and the camera they you needed know what to the be at. Great part of that dynamic is is I, one of two options seems equally plausible to me. They will continue to hate each other's guts, or it'll be announced they both left their marriages for. When you have that yes. kind of, you know, that also doesn't seem. In Entirely unlikely yeah. down the road. <laughs> they, they, or they like slept together and then called it off. And now it's just real weird. Yeah, yeah. Real rough, weird. Rough. But we'll see. We'll, we'll track this. Um, then we have a football Max Verstappen crossover yesterday and Sunday. Football, um, the Denver Broncos were playing. And Lewis Hamilton is a part owner of the Denver Broncos. Oh, he is. Russell Wilson is calling a play and then does an audible. And the audible was called Max Verstappen. He oh. starts screaming Max Verstappen on the line, which... I didn't know at the time when I saw this video that Lewis was also an owner of the team, which yeah. seems kind of funny that his biggest competitor. Now, if I had to guess what the play was when you yell Max Verstappen, it's everyone for themselves. Yes. 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 Just try to get open. Yeah. Everyone trying win. to get open. Defense, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're not on a team anymore, Max Verstappen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we have Abu Dhabi oh. next. Abu Dhabi. Right now. It's right like now. Right tomorrow. Now. Yeah. And we've got. 
uh, Ferrari trailing Mercedes by four points. Yeah, this oh. this is it. We Ooh. have McLaren over Aston by eleven points. Mm. So we've got a couple battles. Mm. I mean, the last two weeks, Aston Martin, Lance Stroll got fifth this yeah. in Vegas. They've been doing well. Yeah, That's true. So yeah. we've got at least a couple good battles still emerging out of this last. Well, race. we got to quickly do P ten. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh wow. I know. I'll go first. I go ahead for a while. I keep trying to mix it up, but actually it's always someone from Alpine, it feels like. So I'm going to go Ocon. Would you agree, though? Because I've now bet on them a bunch. They're so stressful to watch because they're the least consistent. A lot of these drivers, they stay within a, like, four-space zone. Yeah, yeah. They're, like, in third. They're in second. They're in 14th. You're like, yeah. And by the end, Gasly, I'm like, where are you going, bro? What the fuck? Why are you in 11? I thought Gasly was going to get a podium at yeah, one point. Yes. What happens to him I don't in the know. middle of the race? It's, it's weird, but they always, they do end up in that 9 to 12 box. But they could be in second, they could be in 17. It's just so mm. stressful. It is. You're watching it, they're in Q3, and then they're, fin- they're fucking qualifying fifth, and you're like, why does it shake out this way? Okay, so you're okay. Okay. Yep. okay. I'm going to go Stroll, Lance Stroll. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm going to go Gasly. I don't think I've ever gone Alpine. I always avoid them. I'm going to go with uh, Albon. That's good. All right. Albon. Another erratic driver. Never know where he's going to. But again, he'll qualify fourth or something crazy. And then I had Albon for this one, and he was 11th or 12th again. He's always close. Yeah. They were 6-7 in qualifying. Yeah. And then they finished 12 and. 16. It, is, it remains like wild how different quality in the races. It's wow. it's almost like they're they're so two different events yeah. that don't really tell you much yeah. other yeah. than if you're Red Bull. Well, weren't, weren't you saying that yeah, this week Red Bull kind of changed their package so they wouldn't be good in qualifying, but it would be their race they knew that I think they knew they were going to struggle against yeah. Ferrari in quality, so they took some wing off the car and sacrificed qualifying effectively because they knew they could then overtake in the race. Yeah, It was really weird. They they, they ran two different wings on Checo and Max. Oh, they did? Yeah. Ma- um, Checo had the slower wing. Like, oh, okay. he, he was like, I want to say they said seven kilometers slower yeah. on the straight without DRS. That's weird wow. because you would expect Checo to be in traffic more than Max. So you yeah. think he's the guy who needs to overtake. Yeah, yeah. strange. It's really strange. Um, fuck, what an incredible what weekend. That was just what a trip. <laughs> it was the best. Yeah, so Especially many. Especially Friday. Yeah, like we we <laughs> got just, like let's just should we revisit that for ten minutes? <laughs> yeah, well I, well, I wouldn't even know which of the great things that happened on Friday to pick from, but of course yeah. your your victory <laughs> over me. His next picture is going to be his car in front of yours. Yeah. That's going to be behind him in the UK all the time. Now I'm going to have to look at that data. There might be a uh, <laughs> there might or be an the card's been week. lost. Either <laughs> one. Um, so much fun. I love you guys. That was such a blast. And um, I'll be exhausted for a month, I yeah. think. I just, I'm, too, I'm getting too old to do anything. Uh, until next Wednesday, when we will have the Abu Dhabi recap, we encourage everybody to push, 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 push. Push, 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 push,